Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Tuesday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Harris here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast, where we give you a brief recap of the day's market action based on what we see in the VRA investing system and, more importantly, what we see looking forward for investors. And it has been an eventful start to this week. Uh, today, the day started off positive, but our markets were unable to keep those gains as coronavirus continues to be top of mind. Uh, this morning, the CDC warned that Americans should get ready for disruptions. But if you tuned in to CNBC earlier in the morning, we believe there was a little bit of a tip in there. You might have heard it. A reporter came on and it sounded like a slip-up almost, telling us that Walmart had yet to close a single location. They moved on from that topic pretty quickly there. Uh, but that is the kind of news that we're very focused on here. And the New York Times had a piece out uh, about this as well, saying that Walmart has continued to serve customers and even continued their home delivery services. Now, the company went as far to say that they expect their sales to have very little impact as they have not faltered at all, even during the quarantine. So that is something that we haven't heard very much about, but Walmart not saying that this is going to affect them at all. And when you look at the history of diseases like this, each time events like this and and sell-offs like this have proven to be an excellent buying opportunity, which we continue to see that we are approaching right now. There was a great piece today from First Trust Economics that showed these numbers. In 2003, with the SARS uh, virus, the S&P fell 12.8% in a quick period of time. In 2015, the Zika Zika virus caused our markets to fall 12.9% as well during that time. In each of these scenarios, the markets recovered and recovered quickly. It went back to new highs right after that happened. So, of course, we want to make sure we're paying attention to our history here. And now, we're not trying to make light of any deaths in this scenario. Of course, it's never something we would want to do. But we want to look at this objectively as well. Remember, this is the flu. So, to put that in perspective, in the 2019 and 2020 flu season, There have been over 15 million flu cases already. 140,000 have been hospitalized with over 8,200 deaths. Now, I'm not talking about coronavirus. That is just the flu. So could you imagine if everyone with the internet followed the flu cases case by case as we have done with the coronavirus? It'd be mass hysteria. It'd be ridiculous. And overall, we have to look at it from those point of views. That And also this, the, the recovery rate for coronavirus has a 98% chance of recovery. That is important. Only in Wuhan, uh, right where the, the outbreak began, is the death rate roughly 3%. Everywhere else, it's less than 1% right now. And so, I mean, when you look at it like that, this are, there's a high rate of recovery here. This is, at the end of the day, the flu. And of course, that's a problem. But... We have to look at it objectively as well. And from a market statistic point of view, I'm going to touch on one more piece here about the coronavirus, then I'll get to today's market action. Tom Lee put out a great piece today that they see a 60 to 70% chance that stocks will bottom this week. And here are a couple reasons why they say that. There's four reasons here. All right, so after 
a 3% or more sell-off when PMI is greater than 50 and not during a recession, there is a 94% chance that stocks are higher six months later, and that is with a 10% median gain over that time. The second is a trifecta of RSI going below 30. Uh, this one's a little speculative, saying that AAII is going to take about 20 uh, bullish points there as well, which could very likely when we get those numbers back this week. And lastly, the VIX is greater than a 26, which we are right now as well. That has signaled a bottom in seven out of the last seven declines. Third here, the U.S. remains the global safety trade. Our economy, simply put, is much stronger than anywhere else in the world. Money is going to keep flowing in uh, into our markets. And lastly, the 30-year, 10-year yield curve is actually steepening over the last month, not flattening, telling us we should be expecting a big snapback here from, for economic growth once these fears reside. So great work there from Tom Lee, and we completely agree with that. And with that in mind, we continue to look at this move as a pullback that will ultimately look to be a great buying opportunity for our markets. We believe the economic impact will likely be limited here for the U.S. economic data. And remember this here, in Chinese markets right now, in Shanghai and mainland China, has gotten back most, if not all, of its gains from the beginning of the coronavirus here. Shenzhen is actually higher than it was at the beginning right now. That is huge. Where, right where it's happening, markets are actually positive right now. I mean, these markets, if this were a serious event, would be getting crushed. So that's what those are the things that we're watching right now. Of course, you know, we can't predict the future. So these are the things we're watching for to tell us when we need to get back into this market. All right. So now looking at our markets on the day. Like I said, we did start positive on the day for our major indexes before dropping, and we dropped roughly a thousand plus points for the Dow today. The Dow finishing, uh, we were up 180 to start the day, finishing down 879 points or 3.15% to 27,081. Uh, the NASDAQ was also down 2.77% to 8,965. The S&P down just over 3% to 3,128. And on all of those, we finished pretty close to the lows of the day as well, which is not what we want to see. We would have liked to have seen a, li a little bit of rally into that last hour, the smart money hour there. And lastly, the Russell 2000 finishing down 3.45% to 1,571. But there is an important note. Something positive has come from this recent sell-off, and that is that we are now entering extreme oversold readings for our major markets. These are the most oversold levels that we have seen since last October, which, if you look back at the charts, <laughs> was a fantastic buying opportunity and so overall, these oversold levels are a key point for us here in the VRA investing system. We remain at 10 out of 12 screens bullish right now, but with this recent impact, we are getting more and more bullish by the day here, folks. This is the type of event that takes us to extreme oversold readings, and if you've tuned in with us here, that is something we have been waiting for for months now. That will actually take us to 11 out of 12 VRA screens bullish. I know that seems counterintuitive. But when markets reach extreme oversolds like this and many of the factors I mentioned earlier, we are looking for a bottom to be in place here soon. 
All right, so now looking at our internals on the day, we've now had back-to-back -back days of negative internals across the board. That is the first time in over 50 days. Remember, we had 54 straight days of new highs, new low positive. So this is the first time we've had back-to-back -back days of negative across the board. Advanced declines coming back nearly 7.5 to 1 negative on the day. Uh, again, new highs, new lows, breaking that 54-day streak, making the second straight day of negative numbers here, finishing over 5 to 1 negative on the day as well. Lastly, volume largely negative, right up there with advanced declines around 7 to 1 negative on the day. And a few other internal factors here, one that we touch on, especially in moments like this, is important is the put-call ratio which we saw is excessively bearish today. The average here is roughly a, a 0.7, meaning more people are buying calls than puts. So anything above a one is considered excessive bearishness. We remained above a one all day today and finished above a 1.2. And again, that is a sign of excessive bearishness in our market right now, another signal for, for a short-term bottom. We're also seeing it as sentiment. It's going to be great to see the AAII Investor Sentiment Survey later this week. That will be very interesting to see. But the Fear and Greed Index is updated on a daily basis. It has now plummeted to a 22, which is extreme fear. Now, that's nowhere near the lowest we've ever seen, of course, but that is an extreme level of fear. One of the lowest that marks the lows for, from a long time from now. And so a big shift here. We were at a 60 to 70 just four to six weeks ago and now all the way down to a 22 and that number started to climb pretty quickly i mean we were at um, uh, something like a 30 or something like that when we were still just three four percent away from all-time highs before so you can see how that sentiment has quickly shifted to negative and bearish here Looking at our sectors on the day, we finished with all 11 S&P 500 sectors negative on the day, but we had some important tells here from our markets. As we talk about here, tech leads the way, which would be the NASDAQ, and what leads tech? The semis. Both the semis and the NASDAQ finished better than the Dow and the S&P 500 today, exactly what we want to see, and semis overall did a little bit better than the tech index as well, which is exactly what we want to see. Again, semis lead tech. So for them to be hit the least hard today, exactly what we want to see. Although semis did enter what is considered correction territory today, down more than 10% from their highs. This has been a rip lower, uh, way overdone here. And this is going to be what we see as our best opportunity coming out of this. The semis are where we want to be. Um, but overall, our biggest loser on the day was actually energy, uh, followed there by materials, industrials, and financials, and then tech. So not too far down the, down the list there. Um, our winners on the day, if you want to call them that, were consumer staples and utilities finishing down the least on the day. Finally here for today, our VRA commodity watch. Gold did finish weak today, and that is another important market tell. If this was a true fear trade, right, for coronavirus, gold would not be down right now. Gold would have continued its recent rally and would be higher. Instead, gold now down 2.37% to 1636 an ounce. That's 1,636 an ounce. And also, silver would not have been down what it was. It was down 4.9% so far on the day to 1795 an ounce. Again, 
This tells us that this is a decline, a decline due to an irrational fear. And irrational fear trades do not last long. Copper also down on the day 0.64% to $2.56 a pound. And oil down 3.1% now to $49.82 a barrel. Lastly here, Bitcoin continues its move lower as well, down 2.49% to 9361 And that's another great example of a fear trade there. If the fear were real in this market right now, Bitcoin would likely be higher as well. Finally for today, tonight is another democratic debate and it should be an exciting one. One topic we've been talking about here is maybe this market sell-off isn't just due to coronavirus, but what we are calling the Bernie virus. If there's a big fear in the markets that what will happen if Bernie does get elected. So him getting the nomination gets our market a little bit worried there. So that might be a big reason for the current sell-off is the market discounting the possibility of a Bernie presidency. So with that in mind, he is the front runner right now. You can bet that he will be the number one target for all of the other candidates tonight. And it should be another exciting debate here. Know that we will be watching and reporting on how we see it and how we see it might impact our markets from there. Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast in your inbox every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top. We'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.